Welcome to another episode of Behind the Studs, your home improvement and remodeling podcast, where the two most entertaining guys discuss the do's and don'ts in home construction and in the remodeling industry. Remember that you can nail it, paint it, or just tune into the show. How about that? Uh, here are your hosts, Colin Shaw and Jimmy Driscoll. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Studs. Hello, Mr. Jimmy. Hey, hey. How are you? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Sorry we weren't around last week. I know. Yeah, it was a little crazy time, yep. uh, so we apologize for that, but yep. we are back strong, ready to go. Always. Always. Yep. Right? A um, couple of quick uh, little shout-outs, though. We want to thank some people. Uh, Mel, of course. Mel from uh, Minnesota. Mel from Minnesota. Yep. So <laughs> she sent us a picture of the icicles that are hanging from her soffits. Yeah. So they're going to be adding some more insulation based on our advice. Okay. So that was good. Yeah. You know, quick, uh, quick thank you to uh, Ryan. Uh, he's bought his first house and he's been listening to us. And he's a fan of the show and awesome. getting some good ideas from us. So we awesome. hope we're helpful. Awesome. And then uh, Matthew sent us in a question regarding um, gas inserts, which you and I talked about briefly. So we've, yeah. we've got a call out to um, one of our specialists, uh, gas insert specialists. So as soon as we get some more information, we'll be able to answer your question and get into it a little bit more detail. But we're still waiting on some some information. Hey, I got to tell you, yeah. um, I just joined uh, TikTok. Yeah. To looking up some stuff, yep. just goes current events and stuff was going on. Yeah. And I've been noticing, you know, contractors yep. doing stuff and putting their stuff up. Mm -hmm. And some of the stuff that they're doing is really good. Yeah. But then there's some of them that they did. And I was like, whoa, no, I wouldn't do that. Like there was one guy, <laughs> he he put a he put an electrical outlet into the wall. Yeah. But he didn't drill through the stud. Oh. So what he did is he just put the he put the electrical outlet. Well, the, the cord the wire, into the yeah. wall, yeah, and he just flat taped it, Ooh. and then he mudded over it right where the box is. Does he have his name on this account? Uh, you know what? I just looked at it real <laughs> quick, and I was like, no way. Don't call him. No, because no. do not do that. No, get a, do not Get do a hired electrician yeah. to, to run the line through the stud. Yeah. Don't do what this guy did. There's a couple things that I've seen some guys that are amazing at what yeah. they do. Oh, I bet. Right? Yeah, sure. And then um, there's just some things like it's questionable. So yeah. if you like something that somebody does, you better do some investigating <laughs> before you do it. Don't just do it like you see it. Hey, there was one thing. There was a, yeah. it was a cool tip, and I tried it, and it worked really cool. Okay. And we talked about this way before when we were doing decking. All right. When those Connex screws, when they strip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Cortex. Yep. Right? Cortex? Yep. Connex, Cortex. Yeah, that's it. So anyway, this guy took a piece of Gorilla tape, mm -hmm. and he put it over the stripped head. Okay. And then he put the bit. Into the Gorilla Tape, yeah. into the strip bit, yeah. the strip screw, yeah. bang, comes right out. No kidding. I tried it. It works. It freaking works. Wow. That All was right. like Gorilla thank, thank Tape. Thank that guy. Yeah. Yes. So we you appreciate that. strip screw, whatever it is. Those damn strip screws. Yep. Brr. Yep. And yep. You, or whatever. Just If it's a Phillips or, well, forget flathead. But if it's a Phillips. <laughs> let's, not get to, let's not get into that, please. Comes right no. out. All right. Yeah. All right. That's good. Yeah. Uh, and I guess you also helped Tony out, one of our listeners, too, about a paint sprayer. Yep. question so yep. thank you for doing that and yep. hopefully we answered your question tony so all right well we're done saying hello to all of our fans individually and goodbye and thanks for being on the show <laughs> right yes it's been a pleasure we have a very very special we do this. we're very excited to have dennis stinson uh, he's the vice president of sales for fujitsu general america say that 10 times right that ain't gonna be easy hey dennis how you doing welcome to the show hey dennis doing outstanding jimmy collin it's a pleasure to be on the show with you pleasure to thank have you, you sir. thank pleasure you yeah you. we look forward to it yeah so how long you been with uh fujitsu I've been with Fujitsu uh, just over five years. I've been wow. in the business for about 35 years, so I've uh, got a pretty good understanding on how the market works and how some of the technology is working. Oh, great. Oh, great. Perfect. Super. Yeah. 
So I guess, you know, this is a great time to be talking about this uh, with your with your company and your system. We can explain a little bit about your system because it's it's COVID time and we're mm. all, you know, we, we can't get away from it. It's all around us. And everyone from A to Z is trying to adapt in the new situation, even though it's been a year, we're still adapting. We're still trying to keep our wits about ourselves. But from what I understand you briefly in our conversation before we started the show, um, your product, um, you can explain to us a little bit about the product and how it can be beneficial to COVID families and at this time, right? My, yeah, did I get absolutely. That? So, I mean, when we take a look at uh, home comfort systems, I mean, we really look at it different types of ways that they're they're powered or fueled. And Fujitsu makes all heat pumps. I thought your guest that was on some time ago from Dandelion Geothermal did a great job oh, yeah. in describing yeah. how heat pumps work. Yeah. And air conditioners are heat pumps. They just pump the heat one way. Heat pumps are air conditioners that pump heat both ways. So what, how they actually operate is they take the heat from one area and move it to another. So in the summertime, they take the heat from the inside of the house and move it to the outside. In the wintertime, we take it from the outside and move it to the inside. What we do at Fujitsu is we do it a little bit differently in that um, we use the standard condensing unit outside, but then we also use individual evaporators on the inside. So by the nature of our product, we're zoning a house so that if Jimmy likes it 75 and Colin likes it 72, you can set your thermostats at different temperatures. Nobody's wearing a jacket, nobody's getting cold. But then I'm also doing it with inverter technology. So that means that I'm ramping up and down the compressor. So instead of all on or all off, I'm ramping it up and down the suit to need in the room. So all of that uh, means that it's going to be considerably more efficient. Nice. Um, I have a place up in New Hampshire that I've, I've, I've talked about it before. And I have very, very harsh uh, winter conditions at times because the, the wind that's blowing off the lake, the wind chill factor can really be brutal. Um, the compressors, it, it, there's compressors on the machine, I'm sure. Am I correct? Yeah, right. absolutely. What, uh, where do they meet their threshold in, uh, below freezing temperatures? Wow. Then so this is a, this is a great question. This is one of the big misnomers in the industry. So just to back up on a story, cause I know you guys love stories back up on a yes. story in the eighties. <laughs> when I built my house, I thought I was going to save the world. And plus I was building out in a community where there was no gas or oil out there. So I did all electric and I bought a crazy new device called a heat pump and I was going to save the world with efficiency. And then I <laughs> learned a concept called backup resistant electric that once it got 40 degrees outside, it got very, very expensive uh, to heat my home because the heat pump could not generate heat below 40 degrees outside. Mm. Well, heat pumps have come a long, long way now. So our technology is, is because we're changing, um, fan speeds and compressor speeds and meter and refrigerant, I have more than nameplate output at minus 15 degrees. So if I take a 9,000 BTU product, I get more than 11,000 BTUs at it at minus 15 degrees. So hmm. while well, you guys have come a long way. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Okay. Wow. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you because I yeah, remember so looking into that product years ago. And it was like, yeah, I mean, it, it, I think the threshold back then was something like 13 below or something like that. But yeah. it's great. That's yeah, exactly. Super. So the product really performs and it does it extremely high efficiency with HSPF's he's in heating season performance factors well over 10, which is outstanding. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Wow. Um, so 
programmable thermostats, you know, that, that you have in your house and stuff. What is your, what is your feeling on those? Like I I've heard the pros and cons, you know, some people say it's great. It saves money. Other people say, you know, by the time you try to heat the house back up again, after you dropped it 10 degrees while everybody was away, it's going to take a lot more energy to warm up the, the furniture and the, and the carpet and everything else. So which way are you like a forget it, uh, set it and forget it, or based on the new efficiencies, is it fine well, to go back and forth? So Colin, this is going to be one of those things is either do as I say, or do as I do. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Right. Tell you on the do as I say is that, um, I think as long as you have a modest range of temperature change, then you're still respecting the sensible and latent heat inside the property. So again, if you turn it down too far, then the, uh, the couches cool off and the tables cool off and then it takes more energy. It does to bring them yeah. back to temperature. Um, I'm more of a set it and forget it kind of guy. I find that comfortable temperature. And I mean, if we roll away for a weekend, I might turn it back a couple of degrees. Um, but uh, realistically speaking, a couple of degrees set back at nighttime, four degrees set back at nighttime, and then bounce it back in the morning when you get up, you're fine. Okay. You're fine. I'm sure. So these are, so this is all programmable. You can, can you actually program on your phone now? Are they oh Bluetooth? yeah. So oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Technology's there, right? So I mean, we'll right. have uh, we'll have a wall-mounted thermostat that you can go over and you know on, off, up, down. Then you can also set it seven-day programmable, so a different program for every day of the week. And we do have systems that would tie into a Wi-Fi, so we have a Wi-Fi app that you can change the temperature in your house from anywhere in the world. So just be careful if you have a disagreement with your spouse in the morning, right? <laughs> they can change yeah. the temperature on you. Um, and then we also have it where it ties into Google and Alexa. So if you don't even want to get off the couch and, and just give it a good holler, it'll change its temperature as well. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> Technology is just amazing. Oh my God. That's a, that's a fight waiting to happen. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that would be a fight between my wife and I. Actually, I, yeah. I can hear the machine now. Yeah. I don't want to get in the middle of this. <laughs> Figure it out. Figure it out. I ain't running. I'm staying right here. That's it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh, so, can you split off the system? So, if uh, I got upstairs and downstairs, say I'm say I got 950 square feet upstairs, and I got the same downstairs. Uh, I got a system that's going to be outside. I want to. Heat and cool the system up, uh, upstairs and downstairs. Can you split off of that? Or do yeah, you have to absolutely. So we've got uh, we've got the technology to use a condensing unit outside. So you get a unit outside, and then uh, on typical systems, you can run up to five indoor units off of it. So if you um, wanted to do, uh, you know, a family room, and then maybe your uh, your dining room area, and then one in each bedroom upstairs. Yeah, you could do that. Um, and then they could all have a different temperature. They would all be in heating or cooling because it's a heat pump. Um, so they'd have to be in the same mode, which they would be. But you mm -hmm. could have 68 in the bedrooms and 72 downstairs. So if you're watching the the game upstairs, uh, downstairs, there's no reason why you have to condition the unoccupied bedrooms because the kids are off at school or whatever it may be. So that's additional savings that comes comes down the road at you that's kind of unexpected. Wow. Um, if you're doing, say you you have a living space in a, in a basement, mm -hmm. um, and in the summer you want to cool it off so you, you, you're running the air conditioning down there on the machine. Do you need to run a dehumidifier or anything like that to absorb the moisture or anything like that? So an air conditioning system, by its very nature, removes a level of humidity. It does. Mm -hmm. um, right. But 
our systems work a little bit differently. So I, I told you about that cool stuff on the inverter side where I'm ramping up and down the compressor, my fan speed, my metering devices, and I'm, I'm moving a lot of different things. I'm not fully on and fully off. So I bounce off of temperature. I don't bounce off of humidity. If you have a humidity problem, you really need a dehumidifier, regardless of the manufacturer, the air conditioning equipment. You should buy the right piece of equipment to address what you want it to do. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. That makes sense. Um, personal question there, Dennis, have you been to, uh, have you been to Thailand? I have never been to Thailand. <laughs> behind this? Uh, Dennis, I apologize. I no, don't know where this is going. No, but... <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, Dennis, you need to go to Thailand because oh, you, you're going to see a system everywhere. Like on, <laughs> um, I actually have pictures on my phone, which is pretty amazing because you have, you know, your competitors and yourself are on the outside of these buildings on all these buildings, all these units. Um, Absolutely. And, and the, the wiring is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. The cables, all the going across the street and, and against the houses, it's like spaghetti. It's <laughs> like, I mean, it, it's seriously like walls and walls of, of cooling lines and electrical lines and everything else. And then you, ha and then you have your systems right up against the wall. And it's just forever. All the way down the down Main Street, down on the main streets, you see them all the time. That's yeah. why I was asking. Parts so. of uh, parts of Manhattan look like that too. You get into any major city in the U.S., the the preponderance of our product anymore. It's it's very well accepted and very um, uh, it's mainstream now. The fact that we can heat and cool as low and as well as we do, um, and you add it on top of the uh, utility rebates, it's a really good decision to be making. Yeah, I got a question, Dennis. The installation of the system itself, is it just a, is it a hose, like a small hole? Like if I have the wall opened up from the inside, it, so you could run it, you would, you would run it through the wall, I'm sure, right? And then put it wherever you're going to put it up right. high for air conditioning and you, have, you put one low for the heat. Is that how that works? Yeah. So, I mean, um, so you have, you have two basic components. You have an outdoor condenser and... Right. Um, and we're a horizontal draw through, so we're not uh, we're not shaped like a typical condenser. We're shaped like a very large suitcase, is what we're shaped like. So it's relatively right. small. It's, re it's it's extremely quiet. Um, so you have an outdoor unit that's piped to the indoor with two pipes, uh, liquid in a suction line, but two two copper tubes uh, encapsulated in uh, some level of insulation. It comes through the wall through a three and a half inch hole, and then it connects to the evaporator on the inside. And the evaporator can either be a high wall mount, which is what we're typical used to seeing. If you ever watch HGTV and you see them mm -hmm. in the background, um, we also have floor consoles that are about the size of a radiator. And then we have uh, some that are ducted. And then we also have uh, ceiling cassettes as well. So we got four different styles that you can have on the indoor unit. We power, all the power goes to the outdoor unit. So you have your disconnect outside. So you're running 230 single phase for the sake of argument, the 99% of it. Then we power the outdoor unit and running from the outdoor to the indoor unit is your line set, your two pipes, copper tube, and um, a control wire, which is uh, um, 14.3. Yeah. yeah, pretty simple. And then places where you get snow quite a bit usually mount those outside units up on the foundation or up on a, up on the, the house wall right yeah you want to get a foot above the snow line so whatever the local snow line is um, obviously i'm i'm out of the philadelphia market so it's maybe not as what it is in connecticut um, yeah. but nonetheless you want to get you want to get up off the ground and uh because when you go into 
um, heating mode, your unit will defrost from time to time and turn all the snow that's hanging on the unit into water, and it needs mm -hmm. a place to go. So if right. you're not above the snow line, you'll just create a big ice block in the bottom of the unit. Right. Interesting. Keep that in mind. And that's especially up yourself. in New Hampshire. Right. Yep. So that suitcase that we're talking about. Yep. So you can run five lines off of that one. Yeah. So we make uh, we make uh, single zone systems. So they're one to one. We make dual zone, tri zone, quad zone, and then a five zone system. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's really, it's really like state of the art now because of. The difference between that and getting forced hot air with like uh, running duct systems and stuff like that. I mean, I'm 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 more uh, I prefer to go with what Dennis has rather than getting the big systems with all the duct sure. work and everything yeah, else. It's much easier because it's much easier, easier yep. to run. Yep. I'm sure the install, depending on the house and what you're doing, it sounds it sounds pretty simple. It sounds like. It's not just simple, but fast. I mean, you could probably do the install in what day, day and a half, depending. Yeah, it depends on the system. I mean, you know, if you're doing a one-to-one, -one, um, a good contractor with uh, with some help can get it done in a half a day. So if you're doing one indoor unit to one outdoor unit, um, you know, and the installation is set up the right way, they can get it done in a half a day. Um, mm. You know, it, when you when you compare it to a typical central air system, um, you're not running the ductwork. So I mean, just talk about efficiency for a minute. We know in air conditioning efficiency mandated by the EPA in um, the U.S., north of the Mason-Dixon, it's 13 SEER. South of the Mason-Dixon, it's 14 SEER. Um, mm. I got systems that are high as 33 SEER. So the wow. efficiency well, is crazy. I don't, know what, I don't know what that means. I'm sorry. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it means it's a lot. Okay. It's a lot. Right, right. SEER. Seasonal right. so, energy efficiency ratio. So it's uh, oh, the man. amount of energy that goes in to the amount of cooling you get out of it. So the higher the number, the better. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy. crazy. Insane. In fact, yeah. it's in your market where you are in Connecticut, you've got uh, your local utility up there is partnered up with a company called Eversource, and they do $500 per ton in an incentive. That That's effective today. I just looked it up. So you stick oh, really? a ton three-ton system in your house, and you're looking at 1500 bucks coming back. And that's from the, the power company, or that's from the state? Yeah, that's from the power company. Wow. Really? Are there power company, yeah. In fact, the way that they administer it is it's a midstream, so that is a deduction at the time of purchase, and the contractor and the distributor work back through. That's called a midstream program. So, yeah, it's right off the invoice. Wow, wow. And what about the uh, federal government? Any Anything right now, or...? Yeah, so actually the uh, uh, HR uh, 133, which we all think of as the COVID Relief Act, actually has two sections in it called uh, 25C and 45L, I believe. Mm -hmm. And uh, so remember the uh, income tax brackets uh, savings we had some time ago, uh, where yeah. we our windows and everything? Well, that's back. Yeah. And that's Good. up to two grand. Yeah. You could do a qualifying home improvement now and pick up another two on top of the 1500 you got. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, you know, I was waiting around for that. Yeah, I was waiting. It had around. to come back. Yeah, I mean, because they were they were going back and forth in the house. You know, what they what were they going to do in the state? Mm -hmm. And I know when the the change of the guard uh, when Biden gets in, I know there's going to be a big push for that also. So, um, I mean, yeah, everything is. Yeah, right? that was signed on the 27th, so that went through under uh, the current president, and uh, right. so that's that's good stuff. I mean, it's yeah, uh, it's great. It's good yeah. when people have incentives to invest in their home. It right. is. Mm -hmm. 
it's the it's the wisest thing to do now, right now, uh, just because the way things are. Um, to jump on it, I would jump yeah. on it. You don't know how and, long it's going to last. And I'm sure you're seeing it in in your businesses as well. You know, when people are uh, home. Uh, they're spending a lot of time at home right now. They're realizing that uh, maybe uh, they'd like to have an addition, try to get a swimming pool right now, try to get a fence put in right now, right. Uh, um, you know, try to have some work done around. And most people are booked out for six, eight, ten weeks uh, to be able to yeah. do it. And when you're when you're at home, that's when you start realizing how uncomfortable your home comfort system is. And mm -hmm. when you start looking around and see what the the rebates are out there. It's a really good time to improve your home heating system. It really is. Now, Dennis, uh, are you guys experiencing any sort of uh, uh, lag time in, in product getting to you uh, from, from the different uh, factories and stuff? Yeah, we got really lucky. Um, we oh, got good. really lucky because we've got uh, we've got fantastic distribution. We're fortunate enough over time we've partnered with distribution, and we're an inventory forward company. So we were able to move a lot of inventory into the market prior to um, the market really getting kind of crazy. You know, in April yep. of last year, it got kind of crazy. Oh yeah. So we had a lot of inventory out there. Um, do we have some holes? Yeah, but for the most part, we're doing really well, and that's that's really because our distributors uh took the initiative and and put the inventory in we're, we're thank, very thank goodness yeah um what's the warranty on the on the machines anyway well so out of the box it's seven and five um so it's uh seven year parts five years compressor if you register it online within 60 days it goes to 10 and 10 and if you oh. have one of our elite contractors put it in then it goes to 12 and 12. man that's hmm. great that's super how do you become an elite contractor so an elite contractor is earned. It's an earned status, and that is through training, and that mm -hmm. is through install. So you have to have a minimum um, training hours, and then you have to have minimum uh, install. So that's that's not only book smart, but that's uh, street smart as well. You have to have a little time in the saddle to be able to earn uh, uh, an extended warranty. All kind of makes sense. Yeah, you know, that's if a I, great idea. Yeah, and if I could just add right now, that is a win-win for homeowners. Sure. If you can get if you can get a, the certified contractor for that system and they can install it and you can go up, that's the way you really, really want to go. Yes, um, I agree. Um, you know, don't cut the cost on something like that. No. You know, on an install like that. Do it right. Do it once. Do it right. Yep. And you'll, you know, you'll sleep better at night. Yeah. And if you have a problem, then you know who you can go right exactly back to. Exactly right. To take yeah. care of it for you. So, yeah. yeah. That, that makes there's a lot of no, sense. There's no issue. No. None. None. You know, agree. So that's great. Wow, that's that's a, I'm jazzed about your system. I yeah, really am, yeah. Dennis. It's pretty exciting. Great. Part it's the fastest growing side of the HVAC market and continues to grow double digit year after year. So it's uh, you nice. know, when we first came into the market, we started as really a chill chaser. You know, we were used in sunrooms and basements, uh, but as the mm -hmm. technology gets better and better, you know full heating capability to minus 15 degrees and multi-zone systems. Now we're a whole home solution. So um, I, I, I can be the only thing in a house. Which is amazing because, I mean, now you don't have to worry about ductwork and, and everything else that goes along with it. So, you know, or two separate units just to, to do your your heating and cooling. So yeah. that's great. Where is your factory out of? Fresh air as well. So, you know, there's always a strong conversation about indoor air quality and, and fresh air coming into it. So we've yes, got to yep. do that through. So you can do fresh air through the system. Yeah. Wow. 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 That's great. That's amazing. It is. That is amazing. 
Uh, quick, where's your factory? Where, where are you really based out of? In so we're the made United offshore. We're a, we're a Japanese national company. Uh, right. so product is made offshore. Here in the U.S., we're uh, based out of Pine Brook, New Jersey, which is about 20 miles west of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And that's actually where I'm sitting right now. Nice. Oh, nice. Right down the street from us. <laughs> yeah. More or less. Right down the yeah. road. <laughs> Dennis! <laughs> Yeah, a couple of subways and you're there. Bring your suitcase, Dennis. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't want to come stay with us. Wow. (laughs) I got family in Connecticut. Oh, do you? Oh, do you really? Okay. Okay. All right. Well, if we bump into him, we'll 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 give him a good give him good word. You know. Yeah. Yeah, Did a great job. It's all good. I have family in Connecticut too. That's why I'm trying to leave. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. Dude, I don't blame you. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh, I have another story for you, by the way. Oh, so, yeah. yeah Jim. <laughs> as soon as my wife tells me a story about her father and her mother, I go, Jimmy's going to love this. Oh, I this, love is, it. this is going to be oh, beautiful. My God, yeah. yeah. So, we'll save that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good we'll story about it. Yeah. All right. Good. Whew, good yeah. Good. Anyway. <laughs> Dennis, is there anything else you want to add to this amazing? Well, well yeah, let's let's got. let's talk about you know it's COVID and and everybody's at the house now. Yeah. You know, you've got your kids because you know they're yep. doing everything online, and you know both parents might be home doing remote type of uh, work. So there's a lot of people using a lot of energy. So do you have any suggestions for them or tips of you know what they can do? Yeah, well, I mean, so when you take a look at a product like ours, it gives you the ability to zone in different areas. And it also allows you to come back in if you've changed the purpose of a room. So um, now maybe we're using that spare bedroom for an office. Maybe we're moving some computer equipment in there. Maybe we're moving stuff in that room that's generating heat that the room really wasn't, the initial HVAC wasn't designed to handle. Mm -hmm. Then we're a great solution to be able to come in and handle that. If I have a a suggestion for homeowners, it would be uh, find yourself a really good contractor. Um, They're going to come in and do a heat loss, uh, make sure that they're sizing the equipment uh, correctly. Bigger is not better. The right size is really what you want to do. They'll probably give you more than one option in terms of efficiency rating, maybe even a good, better, best scenario. And you can decide how long you're going to be in the house. Efficiency you buy up front so you can kind of figure out whether that's going to make sense. Um, They're going to show you all the applicable rebates. Today, it's cheaper to buy, less expensive to buy the most efficient piece of equipment because of the rebate. So it actually comes out more competitive than the least expensive, um, least efficient piece of equipment. Um, Create a relationship with a HVAC contractor. That's one of those people that you should have in your Rolodex. You should have an electrician. You should have an HVAC contractor. You should have somebody that knows how to work on the outside of your house and have Mm -hmm. your service once a year. Uh, spend a couple of bucks to have them come in, keep it clean, running good, um, keep it as efficient as it should be, and uh, and you'll get long life out of it. All right. So so a yearly um, service yeah. is yeah. sufficient for your system. Any piece of okay. equipment should have that. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you. I, we can't even find HVAC guys. Oh. Out there. They're like, they're, they're busy. Oh, man, they're busy. They live in caves. Yeah. We don't know where they are. <laughs> we're caves are, we don't know where they are. Yeah. They just yeah. kind of fly in and fly out. So I have, I have customers go, hey, do you, hap- do you happen to know where there's an HVAC guy? And I go, <laughs> I give up. I don't know. Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Never. Yeah. I think I've seen a truck. That's like, I've seen more Bigfoot sightings than I've seen in, <laughs> in Connecticut. <laughs> Swear to God. I heard your podcast on Bigfoot sightings. Oh, jeez, yeah. yeah. And I was getting, I got to tell you real yeah. quick, Dennis, last oh, no. night I'm falling asleep, right? I'm Jeez. falling asleep, uh-huh. and they've got like the most credible, credible shot of a video <laughs> of Bigfoot. Stop. 
and I'm half asleep. And all I had to say was, you know, and they're, they're going back and forth. Well, this, and I just, I was just like, where's the poop? <laughs> Where is it? Because then you, then there's no doubt that there is Bigfoot. They right. have never found any. Right? Right. Dennis, I hope you feel for me. No, right. Dennis, Colin, I'm, Dennis Colin, knows what I'm, I'm not saying. even going to ask him about fondue. I'm not even going to oh, go. Oh, jeez. No, 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 no. Beat me and fondue. No good. No. <laughs> That's true. If you're a tracker, if you track deer, you track antelope, uh, bison, name all the animals down the road. What do you look for? Footprints and papa poop. That's right. There you go. Where is it? <laughs> Where is it? I don't know. They haven't found it. I probably got a porta potty somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. It's quite possible. Yeah. All right. So all that's, right. that's my so, point. Yeah. That's my point. Dennis, you haven't seen Bigfoot, have you? I have not. I, I have not seen him coming or going. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, like, boy. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just made a point. I, you know, call me. Go ahead. Just no, say so, whatever you want to say about me because that's the way I feel. So it sounds like Dennis listened to a few of our shows. Yeah, so, he does. Uh, should we ask him about hot dogs? Did you listen to any of them about hot dogs? Dennis? I did not hear hot dogs. No. All right. What's in hot dogs? Ketchup, mustard. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, we, we can't even go there because our producers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Marissa doesn't like that. Pissed yeah. that we talked <laughs> about that again. Is there anything other than mustard and occasional raw onion? Thank you. Thank oh, you. no. Thank you. Really? I love you, Dennis. <laughs> Please. I, there is a God. There is a God. It's ketchup and mustard. Shut. No. <laughs> Please. I don't know. We're going to get off track, yeah. Dennis. <laughs> Marissa's going to be like, it was a great show up until the end. Yeah, until so you had to bring up hot dogs. Hot dogs. <laughs> Good. So, Jimmy, I didn't know the working <laughs> conditions were so tough there. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, we talk about food once in a while, right? right. Someone's gonna go. Someone's gonna turn green by the time we get finished because you stop talking about sardines. Colin loses his mind. Anyway, all right. But anyway, is there anything else we can add about the show? COVID. So. Can you can you eat hot dogs and sardines when you have a new a system? Dennis is trying to sell. You buy me his system, put him in my house. I'll eat sardines. Yeah. Hey, well, one, one quick question. Yeah. Yeah. So when you put a system in like this, when you put it into the house, and we have, um, I know we're circulating. Does it help in circulation in the room? You know what I'm trying to say? Um, I guess it depends on the square footage of the room. Yeah. Right? So I mean, it it will. I mean, it it's got an air throw pattern. It'll move some air around. But remember that I'm putting an evaporator in each space. So the good news is I'm not moving the air from the bedroom upstairs, the stale air from the bedroom upstairs down to the living room where you are. If somebody's coughing or sneezing upstairs, I'm not moving that from room to room. Um, so I'm conditioning each room in and of itself. Um, but it's not, it doesn't make it windy in that room, but it does give you a nice even temperature from, from really the ceiling to the floor. Man. Hmm. And well, the technology is kind of neat because when it goes into air conditioning, the louvers on the wall mount turn up and blow the air across the ceiling so that it drops down in the room. And when it goes into heating mode, it turns the louvers down. So the air goes down the wall across the floor and rises up. So it gives you really good. The technology is very, very good. All right. So it's a it's a it's a big box like we've seen before. It's, it mounts on the wall, basically. Right. Oh, is one of the styles do. Yes. Yes. OK. All right. And the other style? What's the other style? That's so the there's a style that is a floor console. It's basically, uh, um, you know, two by two and yeah. sticks out on the wall, maybe three or four inches. Um, yeah. So it, it would remind you a little bit of a radiator. And then we also have some ducted units. 
so ducted if you have somebody that wants to do um, doesn't particularly want to see something on their walls wants to see more along the line of grills and registers and diffusers then we can do it that way and then i also also have ceiling cassettes and these are two by two so they can go right into a drop ceiling commercially or there's no reason why you don't use them residentially stick them up so they're popping up in the attic you know on second floor if you will mm -hmm. okay yeah i've put them in uh in, in houses the the ceiling ones and they've worked great yeah, yeah. super are they almost like is there's a facial cover on them so like if you mm -hmm. were hanging in this if you were sheetrocking the ceiling mm -hmm. you just you can cut it put it up there and then put the, put the facial cover yeah, you on just put top the frame you just change the framing for the two by two and then mount it and then All there's right. a there's a cover that goes up okay yeah right. exactly cool. so you you yep. you cut you cut a two by two hole in the rock and then support it up in there and then the frame it, exactly as Colin said, just snaps right up over top of it. Yeah, it's finished. Great, and it looks nice. Awesome. Yeah, it looks nice. Yeah. All right. I'm really looking forward to seeing one of these systems. Yeah, I would love. I still have not seen one of them that is that can do five rooms. So that's pretty impressive. Impressive. Yep. I'd love to see that. Yep. Take a take a good look at our website, FujitsuGeneral.com, and that's also got all the eco rebates in there for you and your listeners to see what kind of. Uh, funds are available in the area that they are you guys cover a pretty sizable footprint so everything's a little bit different yeah yeah that's yep <clears throat> all right well perfect dennis thanks so much for joining us we really do appreciate it we learned a, a great lot. show it great was show. really thanks good to for have me. i look forward to having some hot dogs with you in the future <laughs> yeah, oh, we are gonna i'm in i'm, I'm in right now <laughs> right but but colin's gonna be on the other side of the table yeah that's, yeah, right. that's fine i'll be he's fine ketchup. he's a ketchup guy i'll be fine Fuck, i don't, I don't mind sitting by myself oh my god my mother's <laughs> rolling in her grave <laughs> <laughs> all right everyone thanks for joining us this week we'll see you next week we've got the oh, we got the guy that's uh gonna come on about the uh composting Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah. Jerome. Jerome. I can't remember his last name, but he figured out how to use Skype now. We don't know that. Okay. So right now we think he's going to be on next. I'm going to hold in. Yeah. With bated breath. I am going to do the same. So all right. So make sure you guys join us next week. See you, Mr. Jimmy. See you, buddy. See you guys. Bye. See you, Dennis. Bye. Bye.